episode of a podcast about music, which, if you're new here, is a podcast about music. I am one of the hosts, Logan. And I'm Eric. And this week, we are back again with a special episode. Logan, with the sad passing of the Cars' Rick Ocasek last week, we thought it only fitting to feature the Cars this week on the podcast. So this week we're talking about the cars and a bit about Rick Ocasek, and then we will bring you your regularly scheduled reel or fake. I look forward very much to this week's reel or fake. I've got a real doozy up my sleeve. I've got a fake one. Or two. Before we start, anything you'd like to talk about? No, no. How's uh, one more week back at the old grind of school? It's doing, it's, oh, I mean, school's good. I mean, it's not too hard, I guess. Yeah. It's pretty fun when it, when it is. Sometimes it's mind-numbingly boring, but for the most part, it's pretty good, so I'm enjoying it. Anything sparking any interest in you, giving you some ideas about what you might want to do for a living in a few years? Uh, five or ten years whenever you do graduate high school or college? I don't know. I mean, I'm taking architecture and design as an elective which is like a chosen class for people maybe overseas or whatever who don't know what an elective is it's like it isn't necessarily like an academic class but it's like something you choose to learn about that wouldn't normally be in the curriculum basically an optional course of studies for something that interests you is what you're saying yeah basically so i'm taking that and i'm taking like music appreciation for my other one and they're both really good, and I'm interested in both of them. But I don't know. I'm probably not going to like really go with that for my career. So you're but thinking you maybe know. architect is what you're saying. Well, I was maybe, literally maybe just not. saying probably not. But <laughs> so maybe think, it's always an option. So you think you might be an architect. That's exciting. What would you like to design? Oh. Boats? Presidents, houses, and stuff. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. But anyway... Anything new with you before we get started? No, no. Getting um, excited for skiing season, which will be upon us before too long. It's hard yep. to believe since the leaves are still on the trees in the northeast of the U.S. But yes, before you know are. it, this world will be blanketed in white. Well, maybe not the world. The northeast of the U.S. Is this is that your world? That's my world. Yeah. Well... <laughs> For for the listener who doesn't know, Eric doesn't actually know there's anywhere else than the Northeast. It's kind of like a Truman Show situation where we try to like protect him from the outside. He's kind of like a study tool or like a study person. I don't know, but it's it's interesting to see the results. We've been going for many decades now, me and my team of scientists. So, for those of you joining us around the Earth... From arid, desert-like climates, snow is something that instead of rain falling from the sky, falls in a frozen form and blankets the earth with tiny little snowflakes. What like are little, ice crystals. tiny ice crystals. And it happens when it's very cold, the snow is white, and uh, it, it melts into water. So you, For those of you folks who are um, following along and checking out our song suggestions each week one google suggestion is google snow if you've never seen it you'll be very very interested i've never seen it before care to give a little i think i just said as to what it is i think i just said everything i know about snow 
Google Snow. What's Google Snow? It's kind of like Google News, but it's It's colder. literally just like a picture of snow? Yeah. Oh, so if you Google... Yeah, Google snow. Image Snow. Yeah, sure. It's pretty good. Thank you to our 21% listenership in South Korea. You guys are bringing it, and I appre- we appreciate everything you've been doing for the podcast. Speaking of doing things for the podcast, you can check out our Patreon at a podcast about music, and you can support the podcast if you go on to Anchor and pledge money or something. But thank you for listening. Cause Folks, the best way you can support us is by doing what you're doing right now. And, and sharing us with your friends, too. Enduring our drivel. Yeah, it's not enjoying as it is enduring right now, because this is kind of cringy. So, let's get this show on the road. Who were more. and are the Cars, Logan? Well, uh, Rick Ocasek was one of the founding members of the Cars, and he unfortunately passed away Very September. recently. Yeah. Yes. And At age 75... Mm-hmm from what they're calling natural causes related to heart and lung conditions. Okay. Next up, Benjamin Orr, who's the bassist and singer, lead guitarist, Elliot Easton, keyboardist, Greg Hawks, and drummer, David Robinson. Those are the five members. Indeed. I believe Benjamin Orr also sadly passed away nearly 20 years ago. Yeah. The cars were established in what year in Boston? 1976. So, uh, not exactly recently, but they have played recently. Logan, you know the significance of 1976 historically to this nation? No. How about 1776? Yes. What was that? Declaration of Independence. So, 1976... There were celebrations all around America for the bicentennial. 200 years old was America. The cars were zero. America was 200. I guess that's true. Yeah, I wouldn't speak an untruth on here unless Wikipedia let me to it. Or if we were doing real or fake. We're not. We are not. You speak untruths every week on this podcast, as do I. Thank you for the clarification, young man. We are not doing real or fake right now. It'll be later. Anyway, <laughs> they were from Boston in 1976. Uh, the new wave scene kind of uh, spiked in the late 1970s, and uh, that's what this band kind of rose out of. Uh, Eric, I know you had some more information about them before I bore them with the technicalities. Uh, no, I think um, the music speaks for itself, and the oh, links definitely. we're going to provide yeah. in a little while will um, will bring you to their very unique... Um, original sound. And uh, you can also go to thecars.org. That's their official website if you want to learn anything that we didn't mention or get swag or whatever. Yeah, we encourage you to, that to website. support the remaining members as well as um, former members' families by supporting thecars.org. And if we... Up. Only if we... Absolutely cannot. All of our YouTube links will be linked to the official YouTube page. So listening to their songs on YouTube will also make them a bit of money. So we're always thinking about the artist here on a podcast about music. But <laughs> they were uh, at the forefront in merging 1970s guitar-oriented rock with a new synthesizer-oriented pop in the late 1980s and early 
late 1970s and early 1980s. Yes, indeed. The yeah. Cars um, debut album, self-titled The Cars, in 1978, launched them into superstardom. The first three tracks on that record, Good Times Roll, My Best Friend's Girl, and Just What I Needed, were all hit singles, which is just unprecedented. That's in the same a, album? Yep, first three, three tracks wow. of their first album. That's pretty monumental. Are we going to suggest any of those songs? Certainly we may. First song I would like to recommend, though, okay. is none of those three. It's the song Drive. Okay. Oh, I get it, because they were the cars. The cars <laughs> I, I didn't drive. get it at all. I, I got it, though. Very, all very, right. very clever. Moving on. They were named Best New Artist in the 1978 Rolling Stone Reader's Poll. And they actually won Video of the Year for the song You Might Think at their MTV Video Music Awards in 1984. Pretty so amazing. Their music videos were pretty cool. If you uh, search them on YouTube, they might not seem like a lot, but in the 80s, it was really cutting edge what they were doing with their videos. So that it might seem the... like you could just do it on your phone now, but it was... The peak of popularity back then. There may have been some music videos recorded in the 60s and 70s, but obviously MTV launching in the early 80s brought music videos to the forefront of the, uh, the music industry, and the cars were on that leading edge. They most certainly did. And uh, were. Well, yeah. Yeah. What's your next song recommendation? Oh, I wanted to suggest uh, You Might Think. Yeah. Because uh, it did win the video of the year. I'll post the official music video <laughs> under the uh, podcast title in the show notes. So you could actually just click on that link right below if you scroll up, if you're on Apple Podcasts or whatever. Just scroll up a little. Like, move your finger up. It's scrolling down technically. And just click on that second link. And it will be the You Might Think official music video. So, Eric, what else? Um, if I'm going to give a third song, unless you have one no, in go mind, ahead. I'm going to recommend Let's Go. You might think I'm crazy to suggest Let's Go. Oh, I see what you did there. I don't want to drive anybody crazy here. I'm going to try better to speak into the microphone because I've been sitting back a little. I'm going to sit up now. So insider you know. information. Yes, very insider information. Talk about tearing down that fourth wall. Yep. We can see you. Just kidding. Um, or am I? So, Let's Go would be song number three linked. You got it. Just a few more details about the cars. <laughs> sure. Remember, they got together in 76. Debut album, self-titled, 1978. A lot of self-titled albums with our artists <clears throat> we feature. Yes. Uh, they kept going strong till about 1988 or so. When the band actually broke up. It was 1988. Um, as we talked about, the co-founder, Benjamin Orr, passed away in 2000. And it wasn't until 2011 that Rick Ocasek felt his creative juices flowing enough that they got the remaining band members back together and started performing together and released a brand new album again in 2011. Yeah, that's great. Very exciting. And they played on and off um, consistently, I should say, till very recently. Yeah, and also the album they released in 2011 was called Move Like This, if you were wondering. And Rico Kasich actually had been uh, cited that he 
thought there would never be another reunion. But that was it for the cars. But he was wrong, and Excellent. they got back together. It's amazing how often that happens. Yeah. Whether or not it's um, financially driven decisions or not, it's funny how often that's been happening recently. Correct. Um, uh, do you want to talk about Rock and Roll Hall of Fame really quick? Not particularly, do you? Well, yeah, hit me with in it. April 2018, the cars were inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and reunited, I think for the last time, to perform at the induction ceremony. What year? 2018. That was like wow. a year and a half ago. Well, thank goodness. That's such a prestigious honor Yeah. that while a lot of artists say they don't care about stuff like that, I'm sure it feels wonderful to be um, validated and honored by your peers like that. Oh, definitely. Um, it's it's a big honor, and they're there forever. So, Rick OK6, legacy that he made himself with the cars, lives on. That is wonderful. Logan... Again, I think their music speaks for itself. Our listeners are going to love introducing themselves to the cars if they've never heard them before, which would be quite surprising in this day and age. However, we've got one more segment. Want to tell our listeners what it is? I think it's time for a little real or fake. Ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages, welcome to this week's segment of a podcast about music, Real or Fake. Real or Fake. Logan and I are each going to run two news stories by the other. One of them is real. And and the other. Oh, do you want to? After you. Oh, okay. One of them is real, I said. And the other is fake. I'm one of your hosts, Eric. And I'm the other host, Logan. Eric, do you want to hit me with your two first this week? It would be my distinct pleasure. I think you've pulled that one on the podcast before. It would be my distinct pleasure. It doesn't make it less true. Okay, go ahead. I'm going to orient myself so I can't see. I've got two science-related stories today. Two stories. I'm paraphrasing each to protect the integrity of my work. Understood. Story number one. Wait, these are your scientific breakthroughs? Your work? Just listen. Whoa, okay. (laughs) Someone's in a mood. Okay. Story number one. This has been going on for a while, but the problem is only getting worse. A gigantic goldfish was found up near Niagara Falls in one of the waterways. This goldfish was most likely discarded at someone's home, down the toilet, down the sink, or maybe released into the water after being used as bait. Started out as a simple goldfish you would see swimming around your friend's house, no more than uh, two inches or so usually, growing in homes, in captivity, in small tanks, to usually no more than four inches. That okay. would be an enormous goldfish. I've seen a goldfish. Same before. kind of goldfish yeah. you'd get at your local carnival. Or a grocery store. Sure, I guess, if they sell goldfish. No, I'm kidding. I'm talking about the snack that smiles oh, back. Oh, that is the snack okay. that smiles We back. are sponsored by sure. goldfish this week, by the way. Just, just kidding. Okay. The goldfish that was found 
just this past week was about a foot long, 12 inches. They have been found all over New York State. And they estimate there are millions all over New York State now. Okay. Taking over waterways and lakes, ponds, because they're considered an invasive species. This is a problem. All right. They can grow to two feet or longer in rare instances. Oh, that's a big goldfish. Nothing like you see in a koi pond. We're talking a goldfish like you see at the carnival. But Why do you keep saying carnival like that? How do you pronounce carnival? <laughs> carnival. Okay, carnival. well, okay. potato, potato, you know? Tomato, tomato. Story number one, giant goldfish are infesting the waters of New York. Okay. Story number two. <clears throat> Just last week, a scientist discovered the gene that causes hair loss in aging men. All right. They estimate that by 2020, all parents-to-be in the U.S., as in pregnant couples expecting a baby boy, will be offered a gene editing option by their doctor at a cost of only about $500 to make their baby boy immune to hair loss as an adult. Wow, that's, that's pretty interesting. Yeah, it's widely believed that by the year 2060, a balding male head will simply be a sidebar in history books. Wow, okay. So basically, balding has been almost eradicated. They expect it to be eradicated within the next generation and this is age balding age-related male pattern baldness correct okay so story number one was a two-foot goldfish and story number two was male pattern baldness or the lack thereof correct so i'm gonna go out on a limb and say that the goldfish story was fake and you would be 100% incorrect. It's real? Goldfish story is real. Is it actually? Look it up, folks. It's a real problem in New York State and other states. Wow. That's actually surprising because that's something out of, like, a science fiction movie. You know what else is like goldfish. something out of a science fiction movie? Eradicating male baldness. While it may actually be a thing of truth... The story today was completely made up. Wow. Okay. On to my stories. Looking forward to this. Story number one. Here's the headline, and then I'll read the story. Usually I only read headlines, but I'm going like all out and reading the full story with it for both of these. Man uses sword to slice 62 kiwis while standing on an inflatable ball. A man who lives in Idaho recently stood on an inflatable yoga ball and sliced 62 kiwis with a sword. David Rush, who has broken many a world record, embarked on this monumental journey in order to promote STEM education. What does STEM stand for again? Science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. I, I believe you're correct. Yeah. <clears throat> wow. Okay. He sliced 60 kiwis. 62. 62. While right. standing on a yoga ball. That's story number one. Yoga Kiwi. Story number two. Malcolm Brimble of Canterbury, England, recently broke a regional record by doing 16 handstand push-ups while on a moving horse. <laughs> the 70... Uh, no, God. The 37-year-old originally wanted to try to get into the Olympics for men's gymnastics because of his, quote, 
incredible flexibility and balance, end quote. But after straining his ACL, his dreams were temporarily extinguished. He plans to enter into the 2020 Summer Olympics. Wow. Very interesting set of world records you're hitting me well, with this week. The second one was a regional record. Oh. For Canterbury. Regional. You just gave away the fake one. Did I? I don't believe <clears throat> Canterbury, England, regional area keeps track of records of people doing handstands on horses. Handstand push ups on horses. It was a group thing. It was like their equivalent of the YMCA. I think you're getting a little bit testy because I'm uh, on to you. No, I'm not actually. <laughs> oh, Logan. Well, I think I've made up my mind. Really, fake is made to trick you. So just always <laughs> second guess yourself. The real story is Kiwi Yoga. Yoga Kiwi. You are correct. Kiwi Yoga is the true story and handstand push-ups is completely fabricated. Not a sentence of that was true. I gotta tell you, you had me there though because they both sound absurd. I'm glad that he used his kiwi slicing to promote some good in the world. Yes, and I had to search very British names on Google, so my search <laughs> history looks a bit sketchy, and I just like mix and matched Malcolm and Brimble together to get that word. That's a name. wonderful, wonderful job this week. Yeah, I think it was a pretty good... Just to recap, graphic. our score Overall. this week was Eric 1, Logan 0. Not that it matters, just to recap. I guess you're right. If yep. you want to look at it that way. Yes. Or, or you could just say, I won and you lost, but that's not nice. No, Today, so. with real or fake, there are no losers. It's just fun for everybody. There are only winners. Folks, we will bid you adieu. Have a wonderful, wonderful week out there in listener land all over the earth. That's it. Nothing else to talk about. I don't think so. Me neither. All right. Uh, again, as he said, uh, thanks for listening. Have a great week. Any parting words of wisdom? Maybe well, three? I have three words of wisdom, and I was going to say stay tuned next Saturday, but that's four. So I'll just go back to the classic three. Hydrate, hydrate, hydrate.